What's up, my scuttlebuds? Big show today. Kathy's back. We do a lot of catching up because she's so important. Then we get into it. You know, the real down and dirty on small town living. We talk about lunch in bed, things that collect in your house, self-appointed traffic cops, and my favorite, women drivers. And there's so much more to talk about. So let's do this. We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by ParkStreetBooks.com. Shop in store or online. Books, learning games, puzzles, and more. By Mario's Lawn Care. Spring cleanup is hard work. Get it done right. Mario's Lawn Care. And by Royal Pizza. Are you hungry? Feeling lazy tonight? That's cool. Get a pizza at Royal Pizza. Or don't, but you'll still be hungry. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hello, Scuttlebots. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's another episode of the only podcast in the whole wide world called Small Town Scuttlebot. My name is Rick Fink Jr., and across the table from me is Mike Page. And whoa, whoa, what's this to my left? Oh my goodness, it's That's Kathy right, I'm back. She's back. Yay. Kathy, we missed you so much. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, what the? It's nice to be missed. Okay, we'll talk nice to you in a minute. Okay. I'm still doing the intro. I'm still doing the intro. We record our show every week from the subterranean Scuttlebutt studio nestled here in the northeast corner of my basement. And we release a new show every Thursday. And we thank you for spending your time with us. Okay, back to you, Kathy. Good to see you here. Uh, so, you yeah, have to say all that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, it's good to be back. And for the listeners that actually reached out to me thinking that I was asked to leave, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is not the Walmart and Walpole, okay? I was not asked to leave. <laughs> you were actually approached by fans. Yeah, they thought I wasn't on it anymore. Interesting. What were you telling them? That I wasn't on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and were they relieved or disappointed? Yeah, yeah. No, no. They oh. were, it was very kind. I thought it was so nice to get messages like that. I, but I thought... That you guys did a great job. And I did miss being here. Well, it's good to have you back, Kathy. We What's have it? not seen each other in four months. Is that right? Uh, three. three months. Three months. Yep. Three-month right. break. It was too long, so we narrowed it to two. But you had already booked your March. You booked my March. You, mar- right. you booked that pretty quickly. Mike and I were getting antsy. We had to get back doing it. So we said, okay. I get it. I get but it. But then here's what no happened. Offense. Rick said, do you feel like two months, like we should get back into it? I said, yeah, I'm down for that. When do you think he told me that you were not coming back <laughs> quite yet? When? Um, when we sat down to record episode one. And I said, so is Kathy going to be here like, what, like 15 minutes? And he goes, she's not coming tonight. <laughs> yeah, it keeps you guys on the toes. Oh, it sure did. Spontaneity. That's what the fans want. I know a thing or two about podcasting. I've been doing it for like nine months now. I That's understand true. that, but the fans, I just don't know why you didn't clue Mike into it. That's probably. Were you afraid that he was going to say, oh, then I'm not going to come either? I appreciate the fact that you are giving me credit that this was a premeditated, orchestrated (laughs) thing. (laughs) I never thought that I might have just completely forgot to tell Mike. Details do slip. I was like, did I just get duped into coming back sooner than I had to? (laughs) Yeah, you drove an hour out here just to hang out with your buddy in a basement alone. I would listen. I listened to every episode and Mm -hmm. I bantered by myself Mm -hmm. in my kitchen. Okay. I bet your Um, show was better than ours. Yeah, did you record it? I would have loved it. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. I should have done that. 
The Kathy cut. Like you listen to our podcast, but Kathy's on the side going, okay, this is the part where I would have said. Exactly. Here's the real joke. Mm -hmm. See, you're so much more patient with Rick than I am. What I found, too, was that I had to sit myself down and say, you interrupt a lot. I do? (laughs) I do. I do. Kathy does. Mm -hmm. But there was one point, I think it was in episode one or maybe two, when you guys were going off about the woman who had a stroller on Farm Street. Yes. Um, on the right side of the road, Mike. Right. and Two and women. Honestly, to me, that's when I wish I was in the studio because I was like, I get that because, you know, some of us live by these Eleanor Roosevelt quotes about like, do something that scares you every day. <laughs> and you know yeah. what scares you? <laughs> so they Being were, on Farm Street. <laughs> yeah, with cars coming up behind you. Sure. But you agree with us, right? Walk on the left side of the road, especially if you're pushing a stroller. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. But at that Common point, sense. aren't you the helmet for the stroller? Like, maybe they were actually looking to protect their kid because they were putting themselves between the car and their baby. But what listeners don't understand is that right down the road, maybe a half a mile, is a high school. I mean, if you want to do something that scares you every day, go and try to park in the parking lot of a high school. 75% of those drivers are just um, inexperienced, yeah. immature. I took my two kids. They were about four and two at the time. I just want to go walk on that trail, you know, behind the high school. Behind over? Sh- yeah, behind over Sherburn High School. Oh, there's was, a trail? Yeah, it's some nice trails. Oh. And it goes to the state hospital and all that stuff. So I parked the car at around 10 a.m. in the senior lot. It was a half-filled senior lot, and I parked in it. I didn't know it was the designated senior lot, but I do know there were about 40 other spots. And I got my two kids in the back, and I was just gathering some things, and there was a knock on the window. And a high school senior from Dover Sherborne is looking at me like reprimanding a, like, you, like a goddamn state trooper. So I roll the window down and I give him the "What do you want?" And he says, "Uh, uh, this is the he, like he didn't know what to like. He wanted to give me crap, but he didn't know how to like bring it. So he says to me, "Uh, y- you know you're in the senior parking lot." And I said, "Well, I do now. Thanks for letting me know." He says, "Yeah, but you don't go to school here." I'm like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> <laughs> And he says, oh, yeah. Anyway, this is just really weird. And I said, yeah, you really made it that way. You should go back to class. It's 10 a.m. And this is the chess club, Chad. Yeah. So you just go back and mind your business. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this 17-year-old kid has given me a problem about taking up one Good of his- Good for him. Just, I missed this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? Isn't it fun? I think everybody- yeah, Should have it, a podcast. It's, it's it is fun. I, I miss all of this. I miss this. I miss the comedy. I miss all of this stuff. This is so as much as I love the commute and being at home and all of that. But I was nervous about the fact that and and I was prepared for it and I said to Jeff, they may not want me back. Like because I have to take a month, I might not be going back. But I, I had commitments that I had. So You're right down you can you've ridden you've walked here, you've rode your bike over, mm-hmm. you've driven Right. I've power walked. You've power walked. With like ankle weights. <laughs> Should we get into a Shanka topics? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Sweet disco. I like it. Mike's got a very good taste in music. I'm going to reach into the Ushanka hat. Number one. And remember, folks at home listening and my two co-hosts here, 
The show is called Small Town Scuttlebutt. Let's remember that this is topics discussed from the perspective of people who live in a small town. Yes. Or we, as you said before the show, we embody small town people. So just. Or maybe we just have to remind our listeners that we're coming from this perspective of like, we live in a small town. Yeah. And this is how we feel about these topics. Yes. And these are situations that we run into. Well, not me. This one, lunch in bed. Who gets that? Mm. I think it's a new thing in the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. I did a tweet about it and I got a lot of good response, which is like, when is lunch in bed going to be celebrated? Who wants breakfast in bed? I don't want to be woken up early in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but I would love, I don't know, a meatball sub at two in my bed while I'm watching (laughs) TLC Sister Wives. That sounds fantastic to me i don't know that a meatball sub maybe not is a meatball the kind sub. of thing okay. you want to eat in bed okay what I'll color take sheets back. do you have i'll take that back what i would do is um actually they're uh <laughs> you're like they're white with no. pasta sauce <laughs> 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 it's got a little motif um yeah but like i don't know a turkey club with some chips okay so i think you're bluffing because you and i saw jeff running the other day i'm very inspired by this jeff works out every day yeah well you do too i can tell you guys look like you're in shape you do not oh. look like the people who eat meatball subs in their bed at two in the afternoon Wait, First of all, that's on. so nice of you to say but i don't what i've been doing during the pandemic is i've been doing leg exercises on zoom because i'm on zoom all the time mm-hmm. anyway rick's selling himself short though he was walking Rex yesterday and completely out of breath when he called me. <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. Oh, I, I spent up a hill. the first several <laughs> minutes of the phone conversation wondering what in God's name Rick is doing. It wasn't Wendy. It was him. Yeah. It was, did. Yes, he was completely out of breath. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What is he doing? And then, uh, uh, you know, a couple minutes later, he goes, Rex, come on, buddy. Yeah. And he goes, we're almost home now. <laughs> we there's a lot of this neighborhood has hills in it, you know. I do because Jeff runs those hills. Yeah, and he's trying to avoid them, and he's like, you he just can't avoid them. You can't. It's great interval training. Not that I'm training for anything at the time. So lunch in bed. I'm a no. You're a yes. Mike, break the vote. I gotta break say the, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't. All right. The thing is, I think there's a lot of listeners that are going to be with me on this. That lunch in bed sounds like something maybe we should all get around. Okay. Here we go. Next one. What kinds of shit collects in your house? <laughs> this one's mine. I'll go first. And yet you read it like the, the way you just read them. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, what an awkwardly worded. And then I was like, oh, no, he just read it wrong. I love that it's yours. Yeah. Um, for me, <laughs> in my household, and I've this has gone ad nauseum. Uh, my wife and I, I've said we get along really well. We don't really fight. We just have respectful discussion. Ugh, I'm suspicious of that. No, and I know Mm -hmm. that people are going to say, oh, the the couples that say they don't fight, they're the ones that fight. you got to watch that. I'm telling you, like, if Leslie's mad at me, she's going to yell at me at first or something. It's like, done. Like, you forgot to do that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you know you got it good. Yeah. Yes, I know I have it good. And also, I know that if she's going to get upset about something, it's always justified. I've never been able to defend myself on anything she said. It's like, yep, I got it. You got me, you know? What? Hey, Rex, get over here. I feel it. Is there an intruder? Maybe. I watch a lot of Dateline. The, that doesn't go like unnoticed to well, me. Well, Chris Hansen's at the door. Right. He can come over. Okay, so anyway, can I talk about yes. what we collect in our house that drives me nuts? And this is where I throw it back on my wife. The only time I get mad at her is when I find another damn tote bag or water bottle in this house. I don't know which way to go first. We Not have, a fan of recycling. Right well, now. we have so many tote bags. We have tote bags that say Charlie. 
We have a tote bag that says Rosie. We have a tote bag that says Leslie. We have a tote bag that says Rick. Who got me this? There, no dude is going to walk around with a okay. freaking tote bag yes, they do. with his name they on it. They walk around all the time These are, with tote bags like that. No, they don't. Are yes, they, they do. They're not even, they're not even ergonomic. Are Look they, at you the have to hold it. News. It's heavy. Look I want a backpack. Uh, I'm really, like, I, when I go to Target, I can't even go into the bag section anymore because, like, I, I can't. You know, like, that's, that's my thing. You know? Because you, you know you have an addictive personality when you step into the I bag department. A, I know when I see a bag, I'm like, I can use that bag and I will uh-huh. make up a reason that I need that bag. If you leave um, a And house- I keep all my bags. I have all my bags. I have bags in bags. That's oh, Maria Condon. We have, a, have that too. I showed, okay, so I put my foot down. I said, Leslie, look at this. I took a tote bag. I put three tote bags in that tote bag and then I threw it in the trash and I wheeled that thing down the street. I'm like, we are now... Four Wait. tote bags he, lighter in he this house. He wheeled it down the street, and you know his feet were going like as fast. Like, <laughs> and he's winded. <gasps> <laughs> Those were big, heavy tote bags. Wait a minute, that's a, that's an aggressive move. What did it, she do? Um, did she just go on LLB? <laughs> yeah, I just re- reordered them. No, um, it was a long, ongoing discussion. Basically, every time I opened up the winter coat closet. And saw those damn bags like all falling off of the top shelf on me, and I always said, "God damn these tote bags!" Pick she, she gets it. Your battle. I am. I am. I, that, I, that's the hill you're gonna die on. Tote yep. bags. Either that one or the water bottles, because uh, we live in a developed nation. You're never more than thirty feet from a damn water source. So why do we have to walk around like we're crossing the Sahara? Every time my kids go to the FAF Center with Parks and Rec, every time my kids go to school, every time they do You want them Girl to use Scouts. the bubbler? You want them to use the yes, bubbler? Yes, yes. No I'm going to stop, right stop you right here. I agree. It drives me nuts when kids can't do anything without a water bottle like yeah. in hand. However, I just learned last week that the average person drinks a credit card's worth of plastic a week because there are tiny plastic uh, microbes in our water supply now because the plastic is everywhere because none of it gets recycled. So I'm now in support of plastic water bottles, uh, reusable water bottles or metal ones, whatever. And that way I can have my filtered water where hopefully I'm not drinking oh a whole credit card. You're, you're, you're not into filtered water? Um, I drink Poland seltzer water. He doesn't, he can't a variety relate to any of, of this. He's only drinking Pellegrino when we're over I'm, Right, I'm just saying like... Is your argument that everyone can just go drink tap water? Yeah. Because I disagree with that. When I was a kid, and I know you guys did it too, you came in from recess, everyone's like got, you know, just like a little thin film of like little boy sweat and you're like, oh, I'm hot. Yeah, I get that. You're you're like, (laughs) it's steamy, you just need to drink water and get the. it's your turn at the water bubbler and everyone immediately starts saying, save some for the fish. Like that was a... Have you, you had ever, to fight wow. for your water. There was a. Have you ever seen Gary Goldman's um, special on the Great Depression? He talks about how like you're at the water bubble and you get like 20 seconds to make love to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I do not believe in. I don't like tap water. I grew up right down the street from the ocean. Like I was in Quincy. Here's what I do know. My sisters were lifeguards. And so every now and then they'd have to go in and do like testing and stuff like that. And they would come home and the. Their ears and their throats, the stuff in the water. But you're in Quincy. Okay, it's the ocean. Interesting. It's so they had it's they, the water, like that's they had the, reaction, a reaction. Right. I'm just saying, like I'm, I, I, and that's probably like a far stretch from this, but like filters and like you should filter your water at least. Well, I don't drink tap water. 
Didn't you just say? Wasn't your just argument about water I don't, bottles? I don't. I yeah, don't. I'm saying he kids. Drinks, he drinks kids. Pellegrinos. It's not kids should drink from He's the water bubbler. Kids should deal. With oh, the water. so the kids can just drink yeah. from the water bubbler. Yeah, you, you graduate and you can drink from whatever you want when you're older. But when you're a kid, you just drink out of so the, for, the so water So for so for those twelve years, they're just gonna drink that. Did yeah. you try to say when you're a kid, just drink from the trough? <laughs> you caught that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what I said. I can't even wrap my head around this right Mike, now. Mike, have you ever been to Fenway well, Park when you were a kid? I can't wait until after recess, so I get to go into <laughs> my oh, oat bag. Did you? I'm going to get the oat bag and the water from the trough. Are we going to talk about water country now, where you're just bathing with strangers? Uh, no, gross. I just want to talk about the troughs you, have, you used to have to pee in at, at the men's bathrooms at Fenway Park. Did you ever... Experience that? Um, Just think of a long bathtub with a yes. pipe with holes to, in it. Way to make Kathy feel out of well, the Well, no, I don't yeah. remember if I did at Fenway. I didn't grow up in, in the Boston area, so I don't know that I did at Fenway. But, yes, at other ballparks and whatever, yeah. All right, are we ready to move on? Or, okay. I have been ready to move on. Self-appointed traffic cop. This is my nerve. You know, when you've got that one thing, it doesn't matter how good a day you're having or whatever, but the minute you see that person, was like, nope, I'm going to direct all this. Are you talking about one of the drivers at the intersection? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and I don't want to generalize, but it's usually a guy, and he's telling me like, "Yes, you can come. no, I agree. Oh, you can come. I was coming anyway, sir. I yeah. have the right away. Yeah. You know what I? Find? I have the right away. Yeah. You know what I find equally, or probably more aggravating, is when you stop to let somebody turn or whatever you're doing the nice thing, and they just sit there and wait and i'm like what are you waiting for i flashed my lights as i was slowing down i'm now at a complete stop and you're still looking at me what are you doing if this is you listener when somebody flashes their lights and you have your turn signal on it means go if i'm the other car feel the rage with Paige. that's the new segment (laughs) okay well, you want to know what Fink thinks? Yes. That's the, the segment that'll What's come Fink up. What's Fink think? I'll tell you this. If you flash me, tell me to go. <laughs> hey But you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just visualizing you without that shirt. <laughs> Rick, that was good. I thought it's you hot. like lost your train of thought there. <laughs> yeah, you put a uncomfortable image in my head. That yeah. I can't shake out. Oh, now the now the listeners oh, have so it. So weird. Oh, guys, just think about it. Mm. Mike without a shirt on. All right, are we ready to move on? Or yeah. okay. I have been ready to move on. Can we talk about your tattoo? Can I guess what it is? Yes, please do. Okay. Um, Wait. And where it is and how, how big it is. How close do do you think she'll get to being dead on? She will be. Uh, I think if you take a serious. Okay, you're going to give us two things. One, the joke idea that you think I should or would have. And then two, uh, your serious guess of what it is. Okay. Um, can in, you give me give In me either hint? order. It's uh, historical. Placement? Do you want placement? I guess. So. Okay, Does that help? Genre, historical. Placement. See, and that's what I didn't want to give her the genre because I thought that she would guess it. I'm leaning towards Betsy Ross, but... (laughs) But what is she wearing? Yeah. Have you seen Betsy Ross in a garter belt? The pinup version of Betsy Ross? The kind you see on the nose art of a B-52? Did you know that Betsy Ross reenactor in Philadelphia is married to the Ben Franklin reenactor in Philadelphia? No. Yeah. I love that story. Now that's a story. I love that story. That's a how they met Do they meet on Match.com? No, they met yeah, in real life. Oh. And you know what? Ben Franklin made his move just like the real Ben Franklin. Good for you, Ben. Nice. You're a, you're a real reenactor. I'm feeling real bad about myself right now because I feel like I've distracted this whole podcast tonight. <laughs> well, this topic is, I forgot what the topic um, okay, was. So, oh, self-appointed traffic cops. I just want to say one thing about it. How did we get onto my tattoo from that? 
Yeah. Oh, because I don't know, but I'm glad we're here. Because Rick said when you flash me. Oh yeah, I don't want to see you with the shirt off, but I have seen yeah. you with the shirt off, and I'm very impressed with your tattoo. Thank you. Okay, kinda, so it's on. I kind of want to touch it. Kathy, here's your clue. Hey, touch it. When I got my tattoo. <laughs> the... Making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Making me uncomfortable. Why? We're bro- we're buddies. <laughs> Dude, chest bump. Come over here. Come on. First Bring of all, it in. Do it. We're doing this. Here's the thing. Don't ever there be you a room. Go. Don't ever be a room parent. Go drink the tap water. I was a room like, parent show twice. Show me your shirt. We're buddies. I never yeah, want to be a room parent again. So when I got my tattoo, the tattoo artist said, "This is either the most badass tattoo I've ever done or the nerdiest one, mm. and I can't decide which." It's and I badass. said, "If you're on the fence between those two extremes, that's what I want." Mike, can we do this? Can you reveal this tattoo to Kathy for the first time? And Kathy, can you share your reaction for myself and the audience? If sure. Allie's okay with that. I think she'd be fine with it. Come okay. on, Mike, take it off. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What do you see, Kathy? <laughs> Wait. I don't get it. I got to get a picture. You're I got to like, get a picture. You're like Snagglepuss. <laughs> 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 Mike, not Snagglepuss. I'll send you one, Rick. Um, oh, but can we do this for the... For the I um, would never expect that you would even have a tattoo a tattoo that big. Right. Too. That's what people are usually surprised by is that I have one and it takes up my whole chest. So can we talk about... like The listeners are like, what the hell is the I, tattoo? I, I don't, I don't, I don't even them. know. So what does join or die? like? What? It was originally used in the Pennsylvania Gazette. It was a Ben Franklin design. Whether or not he actually made the woodcut is up for debate. I don't think he did. I think he um, did. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. ad nauseum around I mean, campfires, Mike. Yeah, we've talked about it several times. Uh, <laughs> Not really. But so it was used originally during the French and Indian War as a way of saying, we all need to pick our side. We are with the British. We need to join this fight because if we don't, we're done. Uh, because France at that point was trying to take over everything. It got reused. This is where I really like it. It got reused uh, during the Revolutionary War as we all need to fight this fight again. We, we need to do it together mm-hmm. or we're done. It's a great, it's kind of like a teamwork message, um, but it's all about like working together and getting something done. I love that. So when did you get this? Um, you were seven, I think. Right? Yeah. In fourth grade, <laughs> this this image was in my history textbook and I loved it. And I remember like during class, I would sneak to that page and I would just like study it. I absolutely loved the imagery of it is incredible. And New England is the head of the snake. If you turn it, this is a fun fact, if you turn the snake sideways. North to south. It's, yeah, it's the geographical coastline. So when you're lying down on your side. Yeah. Um, well, let's see it, Mike. Lay down. Take your shirt off and just lay down. If you don't, I know you, it sounds that's weird. Fa- that's fascinating. Here we go. Next one. Women driving techniques. Really? Who wrote Who this wrote one? And do you that? really want me to go down there? I did not there? put I did, this in. And here's why. <laughs> The other day I was driving on 95 and I noticed a woman leaning forward as she drives. I see this all the time. She was passing gas. You think so? Mm-hmm. No. I just want to know. She's doing the one cheek sneak. Like, like are Kathy, we, women are we, fart too. But that's not what she's doing. But are we trying to go faster? Like who who teaches women to lean forward as they drive? We want to get there as fast as I've never as we seen can. men do this. And I, men do the opposite. Men lean back. Yeah, like do. I'm yeah. doing I'm doing the cool drive. Yeah. Women will lean forward as if they're traveling faster than they actually are. And I just <laughs> want to know who teaches this technique. Uh that's actually really observant of you. Like, and that's exactly what it is. What I do is I put my seat as far up as I can and then I like 
crank back the seat part so it looked like I'm not that anxious. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're still doing it. So then like my back's there, but then like my neck is like up to the dashboard. So it's basically like scoliosis, like man-made scoliosis. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why we, we do that because I think that's society. I think that we feel like we have to, we, we've got to be there. We've got to breathe. We've got to, you know, we've got to just kind of be there. Yeah. It's just fascinating. I can't put words to it because it's just such just like innate emotion that you have as a woman, especially once you have children too, that you're like, I've, I've got to be there in the airbag. No, I (laughs) have to be there. I have to, I have to be there. Like I, you know, that. Well, hang on. Not that we have to solve it, but we just My mom have- leans forward when she drives, but she's late for everything. So explain that. I can't. We talked earlier about waving people on and mm-hmm. playing traffic cop. Here's what I do on that, because I, I wanted to finish on that before I start knocking on women. I got to butter up the audience so I sound, you know, unbiased. With the dude that waves you on, this is how I react. Um, if I usually I'm generous, right? And I only wave someone if they have the right of way. If I wave you, at why an are you waving though? Like I don't need you to wave. I know the rules of the no, road. No, because you. Well, you're not the one who I'm waving to. I'm <laughs> I'm at an intersection. It goes. It's to my left. It's your turn. You're not going. I give it to you. If they give me the wave back, I'm like. Fuck you, and I just go. Why are you giving it to me? Why are you giving it? Because you're not going. You have the right of way. Follow the rules. It's like when people stop on a on a double yellow road to let someone in. I'm like, hey, asshole, I'm driving behind you. I'm going to rear-end you. I don't know you're stopping for traffic that does not have the right of way. It's like people, you you would never stop on a rotary. I love this. But I've seen someone do it to let someone into the rotary. Uh, asshole. This is immersion therapy, and I love this. Oh, no, I'm the thing is, now. like, I'm not on your time. I'm not on your timeline because you want, like, you don't even take a beat. I'm taking a beat to look, and then I'm going. You don't need to tell me when to go. I know the rules of the road too. I pass my test. We're all here. Thank you. That's how it is, Kathy. That's and a great segue into my forward. She's already there. Yeah, and what you just Thank said, you, Mike. what you just said, Kathy, is a great segue into my perspective on women driving techniques. You ladies need to be a little more. Oh boy. Yeah, oh, I gotta, I'm nervous about no. this. You need, pause. you know what? I'm sorry, you know what they you need? need to be a little more what? Rick? I know, I know. You need to drive with a little more authority. Do you want to pull out of that parking spot? Then freaking do it. It doesn't wow. need nine point turn to get out of your parking spot. I would rather spot. do a nine point turn than, t- than, oh, than for to a call Jacob State Farm to come and help me with my my like insurance. I audit. was at Brothers Market the other day, nope. waiting for someone to pull out. She was creeping out at half a mile an hour. It took her nine minutes to get out of that slotted parking exactly. spot. Exactly. I do an eight. What the I do an eighteen point turn with no we problem. Have cars I drive themselves. Care. Rick, now. was the car at Brothers either an Escalade, a Navigator, or oh a yeah, Suburban? Yep. And, and it was empty, right? It was just a petite woman in the car. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it had here's like, what I've learned: Escalades, Suburbans, Navigators, especially if it's a white car. Mm-hmm going to be a middle-aged woman not a great driver nope. that's why no i'm sure she's a good driver but that, she's driving no, a, a sherman tank this is this is where i'm oh, going Kathy's to getting riled yeah, up. this is where i'm going Battle to make a sexes. huge generalization Go because i it. see it all the time yeah only with women when you see a very <laughs> oversized white suv i thought you could see a very large oversized white woman stop no. you are now very large <laughs> that's the next topic by the way kathy so get ready oversized white <laughs> suv going to be a middle-aged mom she's not a great driver and that's why she chose this 
battle tank because, well, anything happens, it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. Nope. The, first of all, I want to say that I have two things to say about this. Yeah. I agree with you about, like, I see the petite woman in the suburban, like, 17-person suburban. There's never anybody in the car with her. Right. That's her topic. Okay? That's yeah. I don't That's understand. That's her topic. I get that. But I am the person. I have a small car. It's called Bette Midler. And, That's uh, her name? Yeah. And I do an 18-point turn for the reason that I'd rather do an 18-point turn and you judge me silently, I'm never going to talk to you anyway, yeah. than to call <laughs> Jake from State Farm and have to put points on my insurance That's i don't care i do not care if you are going to judge me about this i'll tell you why uh -huh. this was an incident that happened to me four years ago yeah. i'm in i'm at the light it's somewhat of a two lane but it's not so the person who is like there who's going to turn to the left their car was bigger so my volkswagen jetta could not turn to the right the guy in front of me starts beeping and so when i turn i just pull over and let him go uh-huh and he beeps and he goes away. And so I just keep going. And we're both going to the same place, which is a transfer station. Mm -hmm. And we're both in line at the recycling thing. Yeah. And so Did I'm you behind start beeping him. At him. No, I'm behind oh, him. I and he t decides to get out and tell me why he had to beep at me because. People have places to go. Yep. And that's how it is. And I yep. said, Did I yep. couldn't turn. I said, The thing is, is that what you didn't see was that there wasn't enough room for me to turn. And he's like, your car could have got through that. I said, you didn't see that. And happy holidays. Yeah, I'm going to take mind, his side on this. Never mind his explanation. Did you rip him a new one and say, wow, look how much faster you got here? I'm currently sitting in the exact same spot you would have no, been. No, because he was so uncomfortable that I was just behind him and not saying anything that he had to say something. That's what you think. Isn't that remarkable? I think he just though? moved on. There's He's like, she's behind me now. Thank the Lord. I can right. and then when I came through up my day him, at a normal pace. I agree with that. But I do the 18-point turn. I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I do have an issue with people who have these major cars that never have people in them. Right. They're just always never empty. Have can I just tell you about an awkward moment where um, if you want to honk that horn, you don't always know who you're honking the horn at. And you should. Yep. That's some good intel to have. Always be aware of who you're honking at. This is because it'll create an awkward situation. And this one hits close to scuttlebutt home oh mm. i was driving back into town and it's a two-lane road it's dark it's long it's in the woods what are we talking you're about? all by yourself if you're driving on this road at 10 o'clock at night i'm driving home oh yeah Where anyway are you coming from back story uh, doing some stand-up in boston okay, okay? okay all right so a, an suv pulls out in front of me like there's nobody on the road and this car pulls out in front of me and it's going zero to 40 in like 3.4 minutes and I'm like right up on it now and I have to back off. It was just so frustrating. I gave it a good horn honk like, hey, jerk, you just, there's nobody behind me for miles. You just had to get in front of me. So I gave him a good long, and then I proceeded to follow them all the way home. They turned left into the driveway across the street, and I turned into this one. Was it Megan Kelleher? It was Megan's mom. Ah. Oh, I thought you intentionally followed them. Oh. No, no, I just happened to realize that I <laughs> I just honked at my next door neighbor. And uh, it was a little awkward when you got out of the car. Oh, hey, how you, you doing? Like, Does Megan want to do a podcast? Yeah. You didn't circle did, the did block? Did you see me? I was honking behind you. <laughs> What's that? You didn't like circle the block and pretend that it wasn't you. That no, honked? because I was like, oh, I just keep going. Yeah. Oh, I would have. I would have gone around the block. Yeah, but you're not. Jeff me. has had you to know do that like before. We've gone situations. to like children's birthday parties where he's like, I'm just gonna have to go a little further. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we can't go into Chuck E. Cheese right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Kathy, can you do Park Street Books? And and Mike, can you do Mario's Long Care for me? It is my pleasure to do Park Street Books. Can I go first? Yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I thought we should do it simultaneously. Oh, that would be kind of cool. But I don't have the brain cells for that, Mike. So let me just do Park Street Books. I was just there this weekend getting a gift for my five-year-old niece. And honestly, there were like 14 ideas that I could do. I ended up with um, these goggles that you can look for bugs and a stopwatch for kids under five which ended up being my brother-in-law's favorite gift why because he (laughs) could time everything bedtime bath time everything and jim was nothing but fantastic there parkstreetbooks.com they've been such a supporter of us jim james one of the funniest kindest nicest people they're big time we're lucky to have them parkstreetbooks.com Small Town Scuttlebutt is also brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. When you're looking to have your lawn perfectly manicured this summer, don't try to do it yourself. You screwed it up last year and you're going to mess it up again. Turn to our good friend Mario Apolity at Mario's Lawn Care. He can be reached at 508-359-8016. It's okay to ask for help. Mario's got your back. I'm excited because I got an what's your address? And I said to Jeff the next morning, I'm like, Jeff, I think we made the cut. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I know. He's yeah, like, of course you, you did. made the cut. I'm like, I don't know. We're going to be sitting at the weird table by the serving doors, That's which exactly is where you want, want to be. be. Yes. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Make sure you guys a, are over We're going to have like our, our Yo, <laughs> mics we're, and everything. Yeah. We're bringing our oh, microphones. We're going to we're bringing this table. I'm the boards. Can you Rick, come over? Yeah. And Rick's going to have the <laughs> microphones with the, what are they called? The flags? Yeah. Mic flags? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a legitimate. Rick's going to be going around interviewing, I guarantee it. I'm actually going to be up there on the on the uh, altar with you guys. Yeah. You know? Do you? Do you? How do you feel about this? <laughs> I think it's going to be Jeff and Leslie and then yeah. Rick and I. I'm going to interrupt so the kiss. I'm like, you've been married for four seconds. How do you feel, Allie? Yeah. What are you going to do next? That you're gonna you weren't kidding when you said we're going to get off track. Yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. And Probably. I'm thinking, I believe Tattoos, in a thing called love. God. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. And oh, now we're listening to, who is yeah. that guy? Wolf Mother. No. I believe in a thing called love. First of all, I love how you guys say I'm saying? getting off track. Yeah. Am I getting too deep here? Yes. No, yeah, I, I just I'm, yawned and that I'm had something to do with the story, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm much more <laughs> There's no graphics. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> much <the> more <laughs> I'm much more uh like I will take my dog hiking when I need to if I need to be in, in like a spiritual place, I go to nature. And that's, I yeah. get way more out of that than I can from a book, from Mike, from church, any of that. Mike, I don't want to brag, but I am the August 2010 Backpacker Magazine centerfold. Really? Uh, what? Yes. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, well, that's not the point. I just want to say I'm a I'm a backpacker. I want to drop that in like episode four, or <laughs> season one. What are you talking about? I was August Mike- 2010. Yeah. I'm going to see if Mike's I can figure out a back issue. Yeah, so I'm wearing a, a, a red a red jacket. Bandana. No, a red no, I had a red backpack and I rock topped about 20 yards into a alpine lake about <laughs> 13,000 feet up in the Gore Range in Colorado and my old college roommate who was a photographer captured this. We woke up at 6 in the morning to get the right light and everything for it. And uh it was yeah. on purpose. Actually, he yeah, was at a McDonald's play place, and he's in a ball pit. <laughs> well, well, this is this is what happens. Um, magazines, you know, Men's Health magazines or uh, 
adventure magazines, these kind of you know, the magazines that Rick yeah. reads a lot of. Yeah. If I knew how to read, men. these are the I like ones how I, you're looking at me for men's health. Yeah. Like, I've huffing, listened to watch men. Yeah. Like, as he's huffing his You know, like auto mechanic, right? And all. The, yeah. Anyway, um, there's like shot lists. They're like, hey, we're looking for. They were oh. doing a story on um, the top 10 um, best hikes you've never heard of. And this one in the Gore Range in Colorado is one that they wanted to highlight. And oh. they were looking for a photo. So we said, why don't we do that? We'll hike with an agenda. We'll That's submit the photo. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. I like hiking with an agenda. Yeah. Well, we hiked and uh, it was. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds like what you're, how you're supposed to hike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really disconnect from day-to-day life. Go with your checklist. Listen, I've been working like, on this whole bit I, about historical reenactments and how, like, I just sit in my garden. I do historical reenactments about how Sarah from Verizon made me cry. Yeah. So I'm all in this. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know where you guys do your taxes, but I like to do it around six or seven thousand feet. You know, on a cliff. Nope. Personally, we you all know, have Rick, a You really shouldn't do your own taxes. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> if, you, if you need somebody, I can help you out. Lewis, I'm good. Um, but on a serious note. All right. Uh, Rick, I do have to admit, you were right. Uh, I believe in a thing called Love is the Darkness. That's right. I was wrong. Yes. Wolf, Wolf Mother did the song Woman. Yeah, that song was so... F- My sister and I could not stop laughing at that song. I love that song. It is so, so bad and funny. It's like it's trying to be bad, right? I don't know. Like it's I going think, over the top, ridiculous. But that was, a th- that was like shortly after the strokes and all. Like 70s sound was really big again for a while. I love how I just take us and just regress. Well, I was just t- get off topic. I love this. Yeah, there's a point like, to my backpacking story. No, there wasn't. I anyway, just wanna, I want to go just, back. Can I just say this? Like, I really did miss this. Like, you did. it was so nice to be able to like get my stuff done and do what I need to do, and you know, have my boundaries, and you know, mm-hmm. like, I had to we respected that, new. and I knew it totally did. But like, I forgot how like fun and like. At ease, this is. Kathy, this is catharsis. Every week you come in and you just unload whatever you want to talk about. Right. Well, you, you and we turn, And we like try to you, do it in an entertaining way or a relatable me, way. Right. You're giving me too much credit, um, and I'm going to take it. Yeah, but, well, uh, <laughs> while I'm at it, your hair, did you get something with your hair? Um, it grew out. It looks nice. And thank <laughs> yes. you. You grew it. That's good. I grew it. That's you a know trick. why? Because like I actually was watching I was doing like seeing a TikTok thing and someone's like, My my goal for twenty twenty was to grow my hair out. I'm like, if that's your goal, like I'm gonna do that. That's easy. Yeah. That's not that's a barrette. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I, I can do a barrette. <laughs> um, but I am going to my hairstylist next week. Who I'm afraid of. We have like an abusive relationship. So right. basically whatever she says is gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I grew the mullet out. Hockey hair. Hockey hockey hair. I love it. It would have been it. funny. I would give you my hockey helmet to throw on. Um, this was fun, and this was easy, and we had so much more to talk about tonight, too. It sounds like you're trying to wrap up the show. Do you have a date tonight? Um, No, I don't. I had no. another two hours to just sit here. Well, my and... Chardonnay's done, so we're done. Like yeah. That's just kind of how this thing goes. I get it. I get it. You're back it's a it's a team sport. If you want to get going, fine. Mike, can you take us out of here? I'm sorry. I was trying to find Mike, your, you mind what? I was trying to find your photo spread in the August 2010 <laughs> Backpacker magazine. We need to put this on all of our social and media. I Did can't you find, find it? any evidence of this yet? Interesting. Mm. 
Do you, um, do you happen to have a copy? Set I do. I have two copies upstairs, and uh, the funny thing is, I have my back turned to the camera. You don't even see my. You see a side profile. That's a funny face. thing. Oh, that's inconvenient. It's kind of like my brother. Wait, wait I think my I brother. Did see your picture, though. Mike. You'd love this. My brother, six two, six pack. Still, he's six years younger than me. He's got um, a six pack. Yeah, and he still has a chiseled. Fit. He looks nothing IPAs. like. Do you know how many? Um, <laughs> let's just say I grew up with a lot of Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger twins movie references when my brother and I stand oh. together. He's a head taller than me. He's he played football. He was on the UNH crew team. I mean, he's an. But athlete. you're gonna be having that Tasmanian devil tattoo. That's is right. So. Is this your photo? No. Oh. Because <laughs> no. I would have laughed so hard if that was you. Well, what I love and what I've missed the most is Wait, that, I was going like, to say something about my brother. Oh, uh, yeah. What and I love and what I missed about all of this is that you were doing a great job <laughs> wrapping this thing up. You deterred it, and then you deterred it more. And so, this and, is and I forgot what I was deterring. <laughs> Why was I talking about my brother? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, because of the Danny DeVito thing. Because he's chiseled. He's got a six pack. He's got his life together. Well, I was just, that was a sign. See, this is what you. I do. I go on a tangent. <laughs> no. I run down the tangent, and then I'm like, wait, I gotta and get then find he's out it. of breath. I gotta get back. And to the thing the trail. is, he's not gonna edit this out, and I love that. And no. this is what I love about you. Jesus, what was I talking about my brother, Bob? What was I? We can bring it Damn up it. next time. Bob but the Fink. Thing is, I well, it goes by Rob. Rick. Oh, yeah, my brother changed his name in his adult life. Muhammad? That's horseshit. what was his name? We called him Bob forever, and then, like, at 33, he's like, I'm going to be Rob. Oh, I get that. No, no, he's got to do that. No. What's weird is, like, at his he wedding, did. half the people there were calling him Rob, and half the people were calling him Bob. Is well, he... that's how you know how well they know him. That's is right. He an insurance oh, you're a Rob. Hmm? Is he an insurance adjuster or something? No, he's, he's, a got C- to... he's a CFA. There you go. He's got to be Rob. Robert. Sounds more professional than Bob. Mm. Bob sounds like a dumb guy. What about Bob? Bob sounds like he's stuck in his position that he's been in for the last yep. 26 years, and there's no more room for advancement. Sorry, if, Bob. Yeah. We don't have room for you. If your name top. is Bob, Gary, Doug, or Dean, your parents, you were an accident, and your parents didn't put Why enough- Why are you they, alienating- Your parents like, didn't put enough- Effort into giving you a good name, and you what, have to do you've something. You've just about alienated that. seven of our listeners. Oh, uh, count that was what, four. What kind of car? I know, do they but drive? some of them are married to one of those people. Oh, that's true. Yeah. What's what, that? what kind of car do they drive? Tauruses. All right. That's, wow. That's a, that was practical. Yeah. That's <laughs> Not, nothing. It's no frills. Just like your name. You were doing such no. a good job. Well, they don't even make the Taurus anymore. They don't. No, they haven't made the Ford Taurus in like twenty Listen, years. Okay, I, I loved everything that you guys have done in the in the four episodes, but this is something that would happen too. You guys would go down these tangents <laughs> that nobody else was interested in. Yeah, you were doing such a good job wrapping this up. Well, agree to disagree. There, I think a lot of people are interested. I forgot what I was going to say about my brother Bob. Okay, it's I'll Rob. just ask the listeners Rob. like, yeah, what well, were you, to, li- to you what were you interested in? And here's the thing: what they're interested in it's 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 a Monday. It's like 8.30. What they're interested in is like getting off this podcast. Oh, yeah. Mike, get us out of here. Wrap it up. Um, let's see. What did we learn today? Not a lot. We found out. Big reveal. I have a tattoo. You might have even found out what it was. I don't remember. We talked a lot about me having a tattoo. I don't know if we ever explained I'll say what this. it is. Google. We need to put oh, a picture. No, let's put a picture on social media. Can we do that? Sure. Well, I wanted uh, to. I said, yeah. pull up your shirt, and then he well, well, immediately put you. it down. Well, first, I think you should talk to Allie about it first, and then do it. Yeah. Not that like you're owned or anything, but you, you right. know. Sure. Yeah. Are you saying she's got dibs? No, I, I'm just saying that, that, that 
distinct. It, if you want to know what the um, tattoo looks like, Google Gadsden flag and you'll see the snake, the cut just, up snake. And then maybe tune in next week to see if Allie was cool with it. And if she isn't, let's just respect that decision. I think she should get a matching one. What you really want to Google is the Pennsylvania <laughs> That's love, Gazette. Allie. Matching tattoos, I like. Where can I be your wedding coordinator? I kind of like that idea. We need one. We're I, learning I, I that coordinate. there's a lot of planning. That there's like Only stuff that be. neither one of us knew. Well, I mean, Allie might have. I'm known. kind of excited because they're very creative her, people. But... Aren't you excited about this? Mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. about... <laughs> <laughs> these centerpieces. <laughs> these centerpieces are way overboard. I can't even see you on the other side of the table with these. Five foot tall flower stems. Rick's gonna make it. I hate those. They I'm excited. They won't for be it. five foot tall flower stems. You're I hate there. people that do that. It's Why are like, we gonna sit? Oh. How am I gonna talk to you with freaking? This is you editing, by the way. This mm-hmm. is no, it's not. You think he's gonna take any? No, I don't think he is. Mike, I've asked you three times politely to. I know, but wrap then the you show interrupted up. me. So okay, <sighs> so we learned that I have a tattoo. We covered a bunch of Ushanka topics. We found out um, that I don't understand why women lean forward when they drive. <laughs> Rick can't stand people in general. Um, Kathy can't stand people uh, directing traffic. And I'm back. Um, and she's back. Yeah, I'm so glad. I think Glory a lot of people are. Be. I think the show did well without you, but we're doing weller with you. Yeah. I think that's nice to say, and thank you for having me back. I and I made, I made up a word for you, weller. I like it, weller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's trying to uh, capture that uh, wailing yeah. Song thing, the Wellerman. I did miss this, and and you know what I'm excited about this season. I wonder if our like fan, our mystery fan, will come back because <gasps> I, I do yeah. have some clues with this. I Here's the thing, Kathy. Here's what I've noticed. Whoever this mystery AQ guest well, is, for people just joining us or new, because yes. she hasn't been on. Who is this person? Uh, somebody that has sent us mail, fan yes. mail. We mystery, have a mystery, mystery fan mail packages even. Um, and if you don't know who she is, go back and listen to our old episodes. What kind of fan are you? You're picking yeah. up halfway through it, and you don't yeah. go back and listen to the old stuff? Let's That's go, where you, the good stuff is. I have not forgot about them. You I do have a listen. wall with string and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. So here's what I was actually thinking about last week. We have had zero uh, <gasps> uh, zero me- uh, mention from her right. since you've been away. Also, have we got there's, anything there's no on no chatter on the- uh, yeah. Anything on the grievance line? Uh, Rick doesn't remember his password. Rick, for yeah, I have, <laughs> I have three rotating passwords in my head, and I tried them all, and none of them worked. I must okay. have at, at one particular time nice. modified right. one and like forgot. It. I don't know. All right. Well, I think this was a great episode. Thank yeah. you guys for having me back. Mike, you screwed the pooch on the clothes. We're done with the clothes. I sure did. I'm going to say, follow us on Instagram clothes? and Facebook. Uh, sometimes we even post things. Yep. If you think the show was bad. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. This show is great. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah this one was an anomaly. It was very educational. Because <laughs> Kathy's back. All right, I'm going to be the first one to say goodbye because I'm a leader. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. I guess I'm the follower. See you later, guys. Bye.